leap day, everybody. You know, every four years we have a leap year. February 29. February has 28 days, but not this year. There's 29 days, so I hope this extra day in your calendar is a great one for you. We are in Luke chapter 3 for our reading plan and devotion today. And in this chapter, we have the, the, the beginning of the ministry of John the Baptist and Jesus' baptism and the genealogy of Joseph, Mary's husband, going all the way back to Adam. Um, very interesting, you know, that in their culture, uh, keeping a record of your family history was so important. I wish more of our families were like that. But anyway, what, what spoke to me when I read this chapter was the preaching of John the Baptist and one thing in particular, but you'll remember in his preaching here, he's very bold, very clear, very direct, but he's also very practical, very practical. Look at verse eight. John says to those listening to him, bear fruit, therefore bear fruit in keeping with repentance, bear fruit in keeping with repentance. In other words, when we repent of sin, there is change. When we repent of sin, there is evidence of it. There is fruit. There is a, a byproduct seen in what we do. In how we live. In other words, does your life, your actions, and so on, back up the idea that you repented? In our culture, it's, we have such a cheap, cheap understanding of, of apologizing and repenting. I'm sorry. Sorry if I hurt your feelings, but nothing changes. You know, shallow. But John says that when you repent as, as a believer in the Lord, there's evidence of it. There's life change. So bear fruit, bear fruit, he says, in keeping with repentance. And so as he was preaching that, the people listening to him started thinking. They wanted to say, all right, John, practically speaking, what does that look like in my life? And there in uh, verse verse. 10, the crowds were questioning him. So that, that large audience, just everyday people, they were, they were asking him, then what shall we do? We're supposed to bear fruit that's in keeping with repentance. What are we supposed to do? What, do you, what fruit? What does that look like? And notice his, his answer to them at verse 11. He would answer and say to them, the man has, who has two tunics to, is to share with, with him with a man who has none. And he who has food is to do likewise, share with those who do not, who do not have, have food. And what's he saying? Evidence of true repentance in Jesus is generosity, a willingness to share, a willingness to give, a willingness to, to help others. Generosity. Uh, the tightwad, <laughs> you might say, John would say, has not repented a willingness to share, generosity. Well, you have another group that, that ask him in, in verse 12, some of the tax collectors. And you remember these were Jews who collected taxes from fellow Jews on behalf of the Romans. And the Romans would say, we need X amount of taxes, but the tax collector was allowed to collect more than X. So they would collect Y. And the difference between Y and X, they got to keep, and that's how a lot of them became rich. And so, 
in verse 12, the tax collectors also came to be baptized, and they said to him, to John the Baptist, Teacher, what shall we do? Okay, if we're to bear fruit that's in keeping with repentance, what does that look like for us? And he said to them, Collect no more than what you have been ordered to. <laughs> wow. Quit getting rich on the backs of everybody else, but taking advantage of them. And then there were some soldiers there. In verse 14, the soldiers were questioning, questioning him, John the Baptist, and they were saying, and what about us? What shall we do? What, what's, what, what can fruit uh, in keeping with repentance look like in our lives as professional soldiers? And, and he said to them, do not take money from anyone by force. In other words, just because you're the army, the military, don't use the threat of execution as a way to get money from them for, to enrich yourself. Or, and he said, don't accuse anyone falsely. Don't lie about people. Because you, in your place of authority, you can lie to, to your own advantage and, and basically take from people. And he said, so be content with your wages. It, it's interesting that in answering all three groups, he's, he's saying that, that a big part of the fruit in keeping with repentance, the evidence that someone has repented, is how you treat other people. People you know, people you don't know. People you have authority over, people in need. How you treat other people is part of the evidence of Repentance is what he's saying. And so it's really the opposite of being selfish. It's the opposite of being abusive. Remember Jesus said the great commandments are love God and then love your neighbor. Loving God and loving people. That's, you know, we exist as First Baptist Church to love God, love people, and make disciples. And so loving God and loving people and showing love for people in, in, in practical behavior, how we treat people, that's the evidence, that's part of the evidence, if you will, of genuine repentance. But being selfish and abusive would seem to say, you've never really repented. And it should be the goal of all of us as we go forward in Jesus and live this Christian life and grow as disciples, we should get better at treating people. Now, we're never going to be perfect, but we should be getting better at how we treat people. And remember, the fruit of the Spirit in Galatians, patience, kindness, gentleness, on and on. So, hey, that's the message today. Your life needs to reflect that you've actually repented. It's more than just saying, I'm sorry. Repentance is an about face. It's turning around. It is changing as you confess your sins to God. So that's the word for today. Um, I'll see you tomorrow as we wrap up this week and look at Luke chapter four. And again, happy leap day, everybody. <laughs>